Welcome to the Contracting Handbook Podcast, a podcast for how to run a small contracting company. Whether you're a general contractor like me or a trade contractor, starting fresh or been in business for years, here's all the stuff you never knew you'd have to know before you started your contracting business with a man who's seen it all, your host, Mike Kinoki. That's me. Good morning, good Wednesday morning, hump day. You made it this far. It's Mike Kenoki here. Today I'm going to talk about five essential things never to do during a client cold call. Because there's a lot of things you want to cover, which I covered in the last episode, but there's things you just don't want to talk about. Don't bring them up. Don't fall into traps. Okay, so number one, when people ask your hourly rate, nah, man, nah, don't do it. Giving your hourly rate over the phone is a trap for a couple, for three reasons. First, it can cause a strong reaction because an hourly rate of a self-employed professional includes about 30% in overhead costs. People will say insane things about your, quote, hourly rate, unquote. You might even get yelled at like I did when I did it once. I've done it twice. I'll never do that again. Long time ago. Second, it gives them some preconceived notion before you look at the job and distracts from an objective line of questioning. Each step of the interview, when you go to do a site visit, they'll be asking how many hours, how many hours, how many hours, and details will be left out. They'll be calculating constantly how much is it going to cost when you have not even begun to put together a proposal. Total distraction. Don't do it. Third, I said two or three. I don't know. Third, it's relative to your experience, your hourly rate, not theirs. You have a vast skill set that they are reducing to hours. You can do what someone less experienced can do in a fraction of the time. You're not charging by the hour. You're charging for your experience. I'm bumping into the mic stand again. Okay, number two. Do not ballpark estimated costs over the phone at all, ever. This is another trap. A ballpark you give on the phone before a site visit and proper processing and consideration of the entire project can and usually will come back to haunt you, even if you have a well-written contract. Avoid the, but you said, conversation. Manage expectations from the start. Second, it can plain just make you look bad when you're off by an order of magnitude and you might just lose the client. For instance, you ballpark on the phone, hang up, and immediately realize that there's at least several thousand dollar item or something needs to be done that you didn't think about when you ballparked and you need it And now when you talk to them again, you're going to have to backpedal. And there's nothing like backpedaling. Turn red, pulse goes up, you're just like stammering. No, no, don't do it. Third. Third reason why you don't ballpark. They'll say, I won't hold you to it. I just want an idea. This is the friendly trap. 
They won't hold you to it until they don't like your new number. Fourth, have some self-respect. You don't need to give ballpark estimates. You are a professional who has respect for your clients, hard-earned money, you have an excellent reputation, and you take pride in your work. Knowing that, you don't need a ballpark. You need to see the job. The fifth reason why you don't ballpark. When they insist on ballparking, they're probably tire kickers, just fishing for numbers. They're probably calling every contractor that turned up in their internet search. Avoid the tire kickers. Why? Because they're going to waste your time and never spend a dime. You got to let them down easy, but you got to avoid them. Number three, the third thing you don't want to do when you're in a cold call with a client. Don't estimate project length on the phone, even if you're pretty dang sure how long something will take. First, it sets a preconceived notion in your potential client's mind that they are set on before you've even showed up at their house. They think, this is two weeks. And you get there and you're like, nah, it's not. Second, they say, again, I won't hold you to it. I just want an idea. This is a friendly trap. They won't hold you to it until they don't like the actual length or the revised projected length of time that the project is going to take. So don't do it. Do not estimate project length on the phone. The fourth thing you don't want to do on a cold call with a client, don't just give out your subcontractor's phone numbers. You've worked hard to establish these relationships with your trade partners, so you just don't want to to give that up to anyone. You will at times, I'm going to contradict myself right here, you will at times refer work directly to subs, no doubt. And they'll be happy about that. You kind of want to vet those calls a bit before you just give out numbers. But but when you get people just trying to go around you and be their own GC, let them figure it out on their own. Your trade partners don't need the hassle. They want good work and good referrals. And you don't want your trade partners getting tied up when you're going to need them. Okay, the fifth reason, the fifth component, the fifth thing you don't want to do, it's actually kind of two things, when you're in a cold call with a client and really ever, is do not get personal or political. Both these things are huge distractions from the conversation. You have to keep a professional distance from your clients. You need to maintain a position of the source of information, knowledge, and not just be buddies right off the bat. You get to be buddies too quick and the conversation can become muddled and distracted by things that are not remotely relevant to the project. You need to cut to the bone so you can effectively take the information and focus on the important details. And and when you become buddies, they'll be asking for the buddy rate, the old buddy rate. Nah, nah, man, don't do it. And politics? No. Huge distraction. People are too fired up about politics. Business and politics don't mix. Whether wholeheartedly disagreeing or preaching to the choir, politics brings out people's deepest passions. Focus on the job and the money. 
There's enough passion involved in the job and the money already. It's their house. It's their home. It's, it's their hard-earned money. That's a wrap on the five things not to do in a client cold call. If you want to comment, tell me what you do. Do it in a review on Apple Podcasts or on Instagram at The Contracting Handbook. For a PDF of the checklist of the five things not to do in a client cold call, email me at info at thecontractinghandbook.com. Okay, right now, I want to give a shout out to a friend of mine who did some post-publishing, published editing of my first few episodes. That's Aditi Shinoy in Fairbanks, Alaska. Gave me some constructive criticism regarding my volumes, which I think I've got dialed in. And she also said, did you intentionally leave a word out of the title of that episode? N- no, I, I didn't. Uh, thank you, my friend. All right. That's all I got. Later. Thanks for listening today, you guys. If you found value in the content, please consider leaving a review on iTunes, a rating on Spotify, or if you're in the Android world, a rating on my website. Alternatively, take a snapshot of the episode you just listened to on your phone or a picture of it from your car stereo and post it on Instagram and tag me in your stories. When you leave a review, tell me where you're reviewing from, and I'll give you a shout-out on the podcast. Thanks for listening, and whatever you do every day, remember, at the end of the day, it's your legacy, so build a legacy that matters. That's all I got. Later. Later.